0: All right, well, thank you to Zap Mama for Allo, Allo, and Allo to all of you listening out there, whether on the radio or streaming worldwide at WOMR.org. This is Arts Week, and I'm Jeannette de Beauvoir. This is Carnival Week, and today, here in Provincetown, it's the 45th Annual Carnival Parade, one of the biggest events of the calendar year. That means that approximately 20,000 day-trippers are here, and that's on top of the approximately 60,000 summer visitors and residents, so it's quite a party. This year's theme is Land of Toys, and while I haven't yet seen any of the floats, I did see Barbie the other evening, and I suspect there will be a lot of pink in the street pretty soon. Still playing at the Wellfleet Harbor Actors Theater is The Pickleball Wars. Newly retired and aspiring to write his first novel, Fred is encountering lots of difficulties, and the noise from the local pickleball court isn't helping. Is pickleball just a fun fitness fad, or is it something more sinister that's at play? Something with geopolitical consequences, perhaps? Find out at what.org. Wellfleet Porch Fest 2023 is pleased to present 48 bands and 124 musicians on 24 local porches and properties, making beautiful, mostly acoustic music along the streets of Wellfleet Center Historic and Cultural District, and that's on Saturday, August 26th. Porch Fest 2023 will host artists across all genres, including folk, blues, Celtic, bluegrass, rock, Americana, jazz, children's, and more. The festival will run from 1:30 to 5 o'clock in two sets, with a half-hour break in between. And you can find out more about it at wellfleetporchfest.org. The Truro Center for the Arts at Castle Hill is excited to be co-producing now in its 16th season, the Provincetown Dance Festival. Its program has expanded to two weekends, August 19th and 20th, and August 26th and 27th. The performances will take place on the beautiful Outdoor Sam Stage at the Truro Center for the Arts at Castle Hill's Edgewood Farm Campus. Artists will come from six cities and will include the first performance in the Provincetown area of the beloved Dying Swan by Les Ballets Trocadero de Monte Carlo. You can find out more about that at ProvincetownDanceFestival.com. So my first guest in the studio today, come all the way from Wellfleet and Wellfleet Preservation Hall. We've got the new, sort of newish, executive director Kathy Fletcher and the artist in residence Tiana Esperanza. Ladies, welcome to Arts Week.
1: Thank you so much for having us. Thank you for
0: having me. It's a <laughs> delight to have you on. We've been trying to do this for several months, <laughs> which is why I hesitate. I said new <laughs> because it <laughs> probably feels to you like you've been here forever now, Kathy. Um, But I'd love to start with you and just find out a little bit about how you came to be here and what your vision is for Press Hall. Great.
1: And I do still feel really new. (laughs) I started at the end of January um, and it was a big transition coming from Washington, D.C. for 25 years and my husband... Well, Fleet
0: is not as large as Washington, is that what you're
1: saying? I mean, in spirit, (laughs) yes. (laughs) Um, but after 25 years there, and I had the honor of working for the Obama's White House, the President's Committee on the Arts and the Humanities, and then you know a new election happened and a lot of things changed, and we felt inspired to move to a life that was more connected. We got chickens, <laughs> um, and I was still working remotely. And um, Janet Lesniak is a dear, dear friend of mine, and we'd walk on the beach, and she would tell me about her job at Wellfleet Preservation Hall. And I used to feel jealous, which is not something I'm used to feeling, but like thinking, what a great job. And when she decided to leave and retire, I was like, could this be for me? Um, Timing is everything. Timing is everything. And we'd been living in Welfare for about a year. And I applied for the job. And I'm so happy that I was hired because it's been really incredible. You know, Tiana's heard me talk a lot about this moment in time. And I think it's a really profound moment. And I think there's a lot of things going wrong. Um, and I think we're at a profoundly low moment of trust in America. No trust in science, no trust in government, no trust in religion. But in all the years they've been measuring tr- trust, 60 years, uh, people do have across political spectrum trust in cultural institutions. Mm -hmm. 73% of Americans. And I started to think, like, maybe the way to change the world is one community at a time. And Wellfleet is such a unique and special community. And Prez Hall is such a gem of a community cultural center. You know, you can feel it. I've walked in there for years for bar mitzvahs and weddings and poetry readings and whatnot. And There's just a sense of spirit when you walk in. And, of course, it was a Catholic church, but the founding board did such an amazing job of curating a world-class, in my opinion, arts and culture center in this tiny little town. And I couldn't be happier to be there. Well, we're really happy that
0: you're here. Um, And um, so you've got an artist-in-residence program. Do I ever. (laughs) And Tiana is sitting here with a guitar, so I'm going to make a big leap and say maybe the artist in question is a musician. Um, (laughs) I'm great that way. You can tell I do Arts Week. Um, So, Tiana, how did you come to be an artist in residence here?
2: It's a, a big story, I think. There's so much to say. But, I mean, first and foremost, I was born and raised on Cape Cod. So I think it was a really natural transition to work with Preservation Hall I had been an artist in residence for Kathy's non and her husband's nonprofit AOK a few years ago during COVID. I begged them to keep me on because <laughs> COVID hit and I had been accepted before, but I said, please, please. And so it went really well and I became really close with her and with all the other incredible artists that they had been supporting. And so ever since then, we've had a really strong relationship founded on the ideas of community and of community support of reaching out to young kids and beyond um, and that's something that I really wanted to see happen on Cape Cod as someone who is was young growing up here and had dreams in the arts world and felt that there could be there's so much more that could happen here And so when Kathy got involved with Preservation Hall this year and gave me a call and said, would you like to be involved, I thought I was really excited and moved, and I felt like it could be an opportunity to see some of my dreams for the Cape realized. Well, since you've brought your guitar, I would love for you to share some music with us. Would you do that?
1: Sure,
3: (laughs) yeah. Let's check this out. gypsy it's been a while and you'll have to move on real soon a gypsy that's what you call a victim of a crescent moon A gypsy A nice word for someone Who'll be moving on A gypsy A word for someone you love Who loves to be gone And it's a big wide world Someday you're gonna take it real far But right now I don't see why You can't just be where you are Cause where you are If you can't find it here I really don't know what you're looking for Gypsy, you love who you are, and where you are loves you even more. And I think you always cared a little too much what other people thought of you. A Gypsy never looking hard at the charms people had bought off you and i know you peddle illusion and you pawn off mystery but you got your sentimental treasure from here to the china see deep down yeah i'm just like you and all i really want to do is roll but chip see there's a couple of roads that never Feed back
0: home. Oh, thank you. Thank you so much. Sure. It's interesting, Kathy, because my impression up until recently of Prez Hall is that it's a great community center, but it's essentially a place where <coughs> people can come and put on a show or people can come and teach a class. And it feels like you're generating more from within Now, can you talk a little bit about that?
1: Yeah, you know, Press Hall is pretty young. It's you know, it feels
0: like it's been here forever, but I do know it hasn't.
1: (laughs) Yeah, and I think like the appropriate stages of a nonprofit organization. When these incredible people founded it, there, it's true, a lot of the programming came to us. And I think at this point in, um, you know, maybe we've grown up and now we're going to college. (laughs) You know, an analogy. And um, I think the board has a vision. And I think we are a good match for each other because I think the board has more of a vision of designing program programming that fits into our mission and values. We will not there's nothing there that doesn't already, Mm -hmm. you know. Mm -hmm. We love the Zumba and the Yoga and Open University and all the incredible visual arts shows, but we all feel there's room to expand more to use the arts for non arts outcomes that connect to healthy community. And also, we started asking the questions like, who are we accountable to? And who feels at home at Press Hall? And we want it to be a place for everybody. And, you know, Tiana and I and our new artistic director, Alfred Woodard, who was here a couple weeks ago in the studio, um, you know, we have been designing programming. We're doing an annual Jamaica Day. On Monday nights, we have Turning the Tables, Worker Appreciation Night, because we felt like there was kind of a wall between a lot of the people who... Go to press hall and work at press hall and the people who are working in the industry in the summer all the industries the clothing stores the kitchens right. um and that monday night dinner it's free for anyone who works in the industry it's a delicious home-cooked meal and it's a way to bring people together that don't usually get to sit at a table together we love food so <laughs> when i came here in january and you know it felt a little bit like the apocalypse had hit wealthy it was so dark we launched a coffee bar that was really amazing, and we're going to do that again, a place for people to go and have coffee and catch up with neighbors or sit in the be quiet corner and write, uh, use the internet, um, and just really, like, building healthy community. You know, I grew up coming to the Cape, and I didn't really realize that when you lift the veil of the vacation community, there are a lot of people struggling, and a lot of young people struggling without a lifeline you know what I mean? There's not a lot of, a lot for youth to do, and so we're really interested in putting an emphasis on youth programming mm-hmm. and really just making Prez Hall, ha- as our artistic director likes to say, opening the doors wider and wider. I like that.
0: Tiana, can you talk a little bit about your role as artist in residence? Yeah, I was about to butt in
2: <laughs> and say, um, can I say that on air? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's fine. <laughs> um, the youth programming is where I really wanted to come in and work with Preservation Hall because that's the experience I I know well on the CAPE. I think that um, drug abuse is such a huge issue on the CAPE, and it's connected with such a lack of programming for youth, I think. Um, there's just not a lot to do. I mean, to put it really simply, it might sound to someone coming It might sound wonderful to someone coming from off Cape, but I remember being in high school or middle school and the only thing you could do was drive to the beach. (laughs) So that sounds beautiful, but day after day. It's cold. It's cold. (laughs) And I think to make the beach interesting, you might start to, you know, go into something that might not be healthy for you. And so... I think especially when we're attaching dreams and passions for acting or writing singing you know it's hard when Boston is the closest thing and um, there's still so much that can be done and so what I really wanted to do with Kathy and with Preservation Hall is to go into schools and talk to students about their dreams about their passions, desires, everything, and talk about how I could be a support to them if they want. Um, Because now, through the help of AOK with Kathy and David, the nonprofit, I was an artist in residence before, as well as through the support that all the support I needed, family, everything to get signed to a major record label, to have all these experiences I've had. I mean, traveling all over the world and touring and Paris and England with pop stars and just all of that, I didn't think was possible Mm -hmm. for a long time growing up here. Um, And I felt I had to change so much of, I had to cater my art to one specific scene or, or whatever to find any kind of place in my industry in music. And so I only say that to say that I think that there's so much um, that I hope to to impart to young writers, young singers, everything. Um, whatever they want to do, if it's be a doctor or whatever, I just want to be a support. And of course, um, there's another aspect of race on the Cape, um, which it's very segregated on the Cape, in my opinion, in my experience. And I've grown up, I lived in Osterville for a long time. I lived in Hyannis. So that's a very, there's a very two different places just 10 minutes away. <laughs> I've lived in Wellfleet, I've lived in P Town. And there's a lot of people here who are black and brown, who are not having their voices heard in larger establishments community centers never mind stores or shops I couldn't find hair picks for my hair for years I hardly ever I've never found a salon that I could ever go to on the cape and I think that um, that's a big piece of why I when I can I want to be here on the cape trying to support the people here that are they exist and there's a lot of them and they need um I hope that if there's anything I can do to make the lives, you know, the lives better of young girls like me, young boys like me, that's that's why I'm here.
0: Yeah, that works. <laughs> 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 it just totally works. Um, so people can go on to what well, well ugh. speak <laughs> English, Jeanette. Wellfleetpreservationhall.org and see all the things that are going on. Um, and if people wanted to contact um, Tiana, for example, to come into a school or something, do, do, do they do that through the website, or how does yeah, that Yeah, they're
1: also welcome to email me, kathy at org with a K. Okay. Um, mm-hmm. We want to hear from people. We are going to be working with the Nauset Regional School District. Um, she's going to do eight visits this mm-hmm. Um, fall. So if anybody wants, they got to sign up quick Click. and she'll be doing assemblies, <laughs> but also small group discussions. <clears throat> you know, Tiana's an inspiration and her music is very brave. Her new record, Tara, really explores a lot of issues that a lot of young women young women of color are faced with. And it's been really powerful to watch her touring and really shining a light on things that are usually go unspoken and to see how young especially girls, are, like, riveted by it and inspired by it. And we have this treasure right here on the Cape, and we thought, why not do some small group discussions? We're going to be doing some free concerts in pop-up places. Mm -hmm. Um, We have a lot of really incredible things planned for the fall, and we feel so lucky to have somebody of Tiana's caliber.
0: Well, I hope once you start getting into doing those things, you'll come back and talk to us again.
1: We definitely will. (laughs) Wonderful.
0: Well, Kathy Fletcher and Tiana Esperanza, thank you so much for being on Arts Week this week. Thank
1: you so much. It's so nice to meet you. Finally. Finally. (laughs) Thank you.
0: Well, I am really excited because my next guest is a friend. Um, His name is Kevin Levesque, but you probably know him as Misconception. Welcome back to Arts Week,
4: Misconception. Hello. It's good to be back. Nice to see you. I
0: love seeing you again, and I love your show. And I just want to jump right in and say um, you do drag differently from almost all the other performers in town. You want to talk a little bit about your style and how you came to it?
4: Um, yeah, my show is, it is different than everyone else's here in town, which I, I, I love standing out. <laughs> um, I am a costume change artist, so I, um, tend to do all of my costume changes on stage before your eyes. I never leave the stage in one hour, not even once to leave the stage. Um, most of them are Velcroed. This year we've cheated a little bit. We're pulling on a couple costumes on stage okay. because, uh, in the show we're doing Jessica Rabbit and she cannot layer. On top because she has big, beautiful breasts and fabulous bum, you know, and, you know, because, you know, the cartoon from Who Framed Roger Rabbit. Uh, So that costume can't layer on top of each other. But listen, it is such a cool uh, thing when I stand there and reveal 10 costume changes on stage before your eyes. And that's what makes me stand out from different shows here in town, because some people do one show in one costume, Mm -hmm. some people do behind a screen, or they go off stage to do costume changes, but I prefer to do them before people's eyes and give them the magic right there.
0: Well, and I love the fact that when I hear you say that, I think you must be like waddling out on stage with all these (laughs) layers, but you actually look quite elegant.
4: It's quite funny. Now, there has been shows in the past, past that I look out like I'm, and i I turn to the side and I look like a moose. But, uh, <laughs> but we um, all
0: have mornings like that, Kevin. Right, right.
4: <laughs> but this show actually, yeah, surprisingly, uh, this show I don't look too big on stage because people think, how does he have all those costumes? And right. then, you know, i, think I it's look just like the Michelin design.
0: man if I put on as <laughs> m- many clothes as you do.
4: <laughs> right, right, right. I looked like the, um, the State Puff Marshmallow Man from uh, the Ghostbusters. <laughs>
0: so every every year you bring us a new show what is this year's
4: show so this year's this show is called Misconceptions Tuned Out it is all cartoon T-O-O characters N- yes T-O-O-N-E-D it is written by myself and Jacques Lamar who writes for Verla Jean Merman hmm. um, I I this is actually the first year I've written a show with someone. I've never had a co-writer. I've always done it by myself. Yes. This is it exciting? It is. And, you know, it's stuff that I would never have thought of. And and the jokes and the innuendos. Because I always like to keep my shows uh, family-friendly. Um, Another
0: I, thing I... It's, which is different from any of the other shows in town and something I've always appreciated, yeah.
4: Yeah, I I believe that you can still be very funny on stage without using, you know, profanity. Um, the jokes are very clever and, uh, like I said, innuendos that go right over the kids' heads. Right, the parents right, right, laugh. The parents. I mean, <laughs> but like cartoons, when we were kids, right. these cartoons, you know, the jokes went over our heads and the parents laugh and we're like, what? What are you, what are you laughing at, you know? And so... Um, uh, yeah, I always try to keep them, uh, family friendly. And with the cartoons, of course, I've had flocks of kids this year. Think, which yeah. has been really great. And you know why? Because we're not living in Florida. And drag is not a crime. So we are trying to teach the kids that drag show can be fun and the parents can come in and see the shows here in Provincetown. Um, And
0: see that they're wholesome and lovely and not scary. Yeah,
4: exactly right. So all these cartoon characters come to life on stage. I do um, the Smurfs. I do Uh Scooby-Doo. We do the Flintstones. We do Jessica Rabbit from Who Framed Roger Rabbit. We do He-Man and She-Ra. That's 80s. Um, We do Rainbow Brite. We do Jesse from Toy Story, uh, from the uh, Pixar movie Toy Story. We do, oh my goodness, who else do we have in the show? Oh, Sebastian the Crab from The Little Mermaid. We have... uh, You play a crab. I do. It's hilarious. (laughs) It's ridiculous. It's amazing what you can find on Amazon at 4 a.m. when you're a little tipsy. Uh, (laughs) Costumes coming out of my wing-wing. It's ridiculous. But uh, honestly, it is just a really... Fun show, and I try to give an amazing message at the well, I, I do give an amazing message at the end of the show because of what's happening in the world with racism and anti-trans right now and this drag ban uh, you know, just to spread love and to spread kindness out there and this is this this is the type of show that's gonna leave you with a smile on your face and make you happy
0: but hopefully make you also realize that you know these all all these things that people are so frightened of and and therefore hate so much are just because they haven't been exposed to Mm -hmm. the reality of it they have this idea of it rather than the reality of it yeah exactly and it's it's wonderful you got kids in there i love
4: that yeah it's been so much fun you know family week was my best week
0: Exhausting, I'm sure. A lot of
4: performers in the town kind of complained about Family Week, you know, because it's, you know, not a lot of people go to the shows, right? But if you have a kid friendly show, it's like,
0: woohoo, this is my week, baby. (laughs) Yeah, so
4: it's been a really great season at the Pilgrim House so far. So I'm really grateful for everything here
0: are you also doing a drag brunch?
4: I am. Okay,
0: let's talk a bit about that.
4: I know. I'm just doing it all this year. I'm also doing a trolley tour this year. Are you really? Yes, I'm the new trolley host as well. I'll tell you about that, too. But the drag brunch is every single Sunday. We are only doing one seating at 11 a.m. in the morning. It is a completely different show from my uh, tuned-out show. It's a fun... uh, It's got disco music. It's got some Broadway music in there. It's got some sing-alongs like Sweet Caroline and all that. You know, get the whole audience going. Because, you know... 11 a.m. was very early for a drag queen. And I, I don't believe the drag queen should be alive at that time in the morning. But if I have to be there, people be, are going to drink through the pain. And uh, <laughs> mimosas are being served and, and uh, Bloody Marys. And we have uh, a fabulous buffet. We have eggs and bacon and sausage and home fries and, and French toast. And it's just a really, really fun thing. So it's 11 a.m. in the morning. Um, at
0: the Pilgrim yeah, House. Yeah, at
4: the Pilgrim House. And the show starts at 11.45 and runs till uh 12.30. So it's a really fun uh, thing to do on Sundays here uh, in Provincetown, and then like and now I, you've got wheels. Let's I talk know about the wheels. It's every Thursday at three thirty, except for this week. We're going to do it on Wednesday because of because Carnival. Because of Carnival. Um, and we are going to be doing a trolley tour. Well, I've already done about six of them, and I'm the new host of the Mayflower Trolley. So I give you the whole educational uh, you know, history of Provincetown with a drag queen twist, and I also perform on the trolley up in the National Seashore, so we sing songs, we, we dance with people, we have a bubble machine on the trolley, there's music going on. We try to make this something different that gives a little... You know, a, a different tour. You know, has music in the background, has fun energy and stuff like that. So that's really quite fun. So I hope you'll join me for that too.
0: Oh, that sounds fantastic! And that is Thursdays at three.
4: Thursdays at three thirty. It's called a Pre Tea Trolley, and it the drops pre-tea. you off right at Tea Dance. Oh, of
0: course, it does. <laughs> and you pick up the trolley in front of Town Hall. I believe. Yes, is that correct? I'm yes, I'm sure do. people hear that and know that. Yes. So, if if you people want to come and are concerned about you know I've never been to a drag show is it going to be scary can you talk just a little bit about the audience experience of your shows um yeah do you See, bring people up on stage I do actually I do but I don't but not if f- they don't want to I yeah think of they,
4: course yeah. you can always <laughs> tell the people that want to especially I always ask for birthdays or anniversaries you know I always say if you're celebrating anything you know did you just get out of jail that's a celebration too <laughs> and uh so <laughs> but an audience experience I really love um some of the comments we've got this this year I had a, a lesbian lady uh, last week and she came up to me all serious and she says, I have to tell you something. And I said, what? And she says, I stopped going to drag shows because they were all the same. And I have never seen anything like what you did on stage tonight. And I'm a new fan. And this is amazing. And it's given me a new drive to go see more drag shows. And I said, well, this is mm-hmm. amazing. Because, you know, I used my own vocals. It's all yeah. live singing yeah. and and stuff. So that was such a great comment to hear. Um, I get a lot of um, uh, ladies bringing their husbands. And the husband's are a little iffy at first. You know, they're sitting in the audience and they're like, oh, what'd you drag me to, right? By the end, they're smiling and they say, wow, I didn't expect that. I, I, I had a great time. So these are some of the comments I'm getting from the audience. So it's really... Touching everyone uh, because you know it's classic cartoons and we all grew up with that. We sat in right. front of the TV, we were completely tuned out for hours. You know, our parents left us there. A little just, bit of
0: nostalgia,
4: right? And yeah. and so, um, but I really try to make my shows for everyone because that's what Provincetown is. It's for everyone. You know, no one should be excluded.
0: Well, Kevin Levesque, thank you so much for telling us about Misconception, inviting us to see you at the Pilgrim House.
4: Pilgrim House. And for tickets, you can visit pilgrimhouseptown.com.
0: And also for Drag Brunch and also for the Trolley Tour, uh, 3.30 on, thir- 3. on Thursdays. I got all those teas in there. <laughs> thanks so much. It's so wonderful to see you again. Oh, it's wonderful to see you.
4: Thank you so much for having me.
0: And thanks to everybody for listening in. There's a lot to see and do. If you're not already watching the parade, watch it and i'll be back soon to tell you
3: more <laughs>